You're listening to The Movement is Medicine Show, a podcast hosted by head-to-toe spine and sports therapy, a modern chiropractic and manual therapy practice in Edmonds, Washington. Now, let's get into the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome! What's What's up? What's up, Bear Dog? How you guys doing? Doing good. Solid. Living life. Dr. Tim, Dr. Ashley, Dr. Lee in the house. In the house. Today, we're talking (laughs) about something that a lot of people are pretty excited about. Which is the return of the gym. Oh, my return goodness. Return of the gym. It could be a movie title right there. It kind of, yeah. It's yeah. like... A Star Wars spinoff. Now, not all gyms. Boutique gyms, specifically at this point. Now, depending yep. on when you're listening to this, things could change. Depending where you are, you might have access to a full gym. Uh, but here in Snohomish, uh, the time of this recording, we have boutique fitness uh, and smaller facilities being opened up. Correct. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is really I nice. That's it's right. It's nice to be able to let people kind of... Get back out there a little bit. I know a lot of people have been working out from home during this and everything like that or attempting to work out from home as best as they can. So it's it's nice to be able to kind of have, you know, those smaller groups that can go into these gyms now and start to get that work done again and start to get in shape. And yeah, absolutely. And we want to put together a short episode on just prepping things to think about and kind of maybe mentally even kind of where to position yourself because chances are with this time off, you have experienced some regression of gains. So maybe there's been a loss of gains. Maybe you've gained, or maybe you've gained some, <laughs> some body fat uh, and lost some muscle mass, or your conditioning has just been different. You know, we have a running episode. A lot of people are running. Well, if you're running all the time, that's very different than if you've been cr- hardcore CrossFitting, you know, and, and used to power lifts and Oli lifts and all this stuff, and you haven't been doing that at home. There's some things we want to talk to you about. Oh, right. yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I notice even with myself, like just uh, things are tight that usually aren't tight. Like I'm just getting, gaining a little bit more, uh, I guess, consciousness of what's going on in my body just from not being able to move it as much. So personally, like I have this little checklist that I like to go through myself before I work out, and that's, am I feeling tight anywhere? Is there anything that I could do to address with like a lacrosse ball or maybe like a quick stretch? Or um, is it just an activation type issue? Like do I activate my glute and that will take away a lot of the tightness in my hip? Um, so there's little things like that that you can just kind of checklist through. Um, using a foam roller to kind of identify some of those tighter areas is a really quick way to get on there. I'm not a huge foam rolling fan of like smashing and trying to release a trigger point. But I do like to use the foam roller to find a trigger point. Um, So passing over, especially like the quad or like the IT band, you can really find like a spot that is persistently tight that you might want to take a lacrosse ball to. And obviously we've got those videos online on our page. You sit there, you hang out on the ball for about two minutes. And generally speaking, an adaptation occurs where that muscle will lengthen and you get some relief. So we already know for a fact that lacrosse ball stuff works. It's, it's more so just about identifying where to put it right now. Yeah. I think that's really great. Like in, Exactly like Dr. Lee said, like, you know, kind of as we're prepping to get back into the gym and everything, having a checklist, like, you know, or at least kind of developing one or, you know, kind of like checking out some of our videos so you can kind of see like, okay, maybe what should be on my checklist, right? I think kind of like going through that, really paying attention to your body, how your body's feeling before you get back into the gym. And like, exactly like you said, Barry, like for a lot of us, we haven't had access, like, let's say for like CrossFit or something like that. You haven't had access to like a barbell or something. Most people have not, right? And you're not, we haven't been thrown around a lot of weight recently. I know that specifically for myself. And I know that I haven't been training at the same volume, haven't been having a barbell with heavier weight on it. And I know that as soon as you get back into the gym, what's going to be the tendency, the tendency is going to be like, oh, great, I'm back in the gym. Like, let's throw some weight on the bar. Let's try some of this stuff out. 
when really you definitely want to take it easy at the beginning, really prep your body as best as you can with your own personal checklist in terms of what areas in the body are tight, what areas in the body might need a little bit more activation to really get ready to go back into the gym and do these certain things that you love doing before. And now we get to do again. Yeah. I, I took a month off legs once where I was like, I'm not going to work my legs for a month. And that like workout when I started and I was like, okay, I'm going to get, I'm going to do some squats or whatever. It absolutely destroyed me. One, I like went way too, like I went way too heavy. Right. I mean, I like lost some strength in a month. Like, so it's been a few months now. And he's, let's say you've been doing some dumbbells or kettlebell stuff or some, some jumping air squats in home, you know, woo, awesome. But I'll tell you what, you throw some heavy weight on the bar, you bang out five sets of five and you're going to, you can destroy yourself. Right. Oh, so, yeah. I, had the exact same thing happen with squatting before like back in the day like they had squatted in a little while tossed on a similar amount of weight that i thought would be fine felt okay during started to feel a little pull on my adductor towards the end of it and then for the next month like pr- pretty much like strained my adductor for the next month i couldn't do anything lower body because i had strained that adductor from trying to go into it too quickly right and as with anything you just need to prepare yourself for the movement if we're like from what we see in the office, the, the vast majority of the patients that are coming in are sitting for longer periods of time than they're used to. They're working from uh, a desk at home that is not similar to their work situation, um, and that's causing some stress on things. I mean, we've seen kind of like a, a pretty a pretty good paradigm of like people coming in with neck pain and then low back pain, and now as they start to get into more athletic activities, they're starting to go into more like the legs or the arms and stuff like that sort. So it's more so about preparing yourself for the movement. If you want to do powerful movements you can't just do yoga beforehand that's not a powerful movement right you got to think in the context of how am i going to prepare my tissues to do the function that i want them to do and if a powerful movement is what you ultimately want to get to taking that barbell off the floor or jumping onto a box or anything of that sort you need to start slow you need to start low but it doesn't mean that you can't get back to form within like a two to three weeks it's usually how long it's going to take to get your body back in order That's a really, really good point. And I think I see this time and time and time again, that people just are too lazy, I think is the biggest thing to get back to basics. People just don't want to do it. And so you keep coming into the clinic with the same issue or, you know, the waxes and wanes of neck pain, low back pain, neck pain, low back pain. And we ask the same question. Have you been using your lacrosse ball? Have you been doing your, your mobility drills? Did you warm up before you did the workout? And a lot of the time the answer is no. So you can't expect, like Dr. Lee was saying, you can't expect your body to do what you want it to do if you're not preparing it to do that, right? Same thing with eating and nutrition. You can't expect to go lift heavy weight if you haven't been feeding it what your body needs. And a lot of people just don't think about it that way. They just want to go out, be all gung-ho and go lift 250 pounds when you haven't in the in the past six months. And that's the easiest way to you know, sustain injury yeah, and stay injured for a long time if you're not being consistent with, you know, good habits and yeah. actually preparing your body for right. those movements. Yeah, no, definitely agree. And especially as we're getting back into the gym, I can't stress enough, like kind of Dr. Lee and Dr. Ashley just talked about, like, start, start slow. Like, you know, like, don't just jump into the same weights again. And actually, for a lot of us that have been out of the gym, let's say, like, you know, we've been using the barbell type example, right? So let's say you're getting back in the gym and doing barbell work and, like, use this time to start to work on your technique again. 
right? Like use this time when the weights are lower to focus on your body, release the muscles that you need to activate certain muscles that you need to as well to get you prepped for those movements and then focus on the technique right now. It's a great time to do that because it's not like a full start over, but for a lot of us in some ways it is, right? Because we haven't been to the gym in almost three months or, or over that, right? So this is a great time to slow things down, focus on technique as you're getting back in there and just really listen to your body. Yeah, and it's a good time to also just remind ourselves about the fundamentals of strength progression, which it, it, the key word there is progression. So when we when we start lower, we allow ourselves to ramp then into those continual strength gains, right? And we reduce our risk of injury. We speed our recovery cycle, right? So it might feel like that when you're done with your workout, like, oh, I could have gone harder or lifted more. And if you feel that way, you've done it right. Like, that's what you should be feeling. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't always be, I put everything I put everything I had on the line. I push myself to the absolute max, especially when it comes to building strength and rebuilding and reestablishing a baseline. Well, because ultimately what it comes down to with building strength is actually just having optimal recovery. It's not necessarily about like, oh, I lift weights so I get stronger. It's more so I lift weights. My body realizes I need more strength, so it builds more muscle to accommodate for that stress. That's how the body works. It doesn't go like, oh, we did 225 yesterday. We should be able to do a 230 today. It's not cut and dry like that. Um, but on the same token, though, like Tim was saying, if you go through that whole spectrum of weight that you can control, your body becomes more controlled at those weights. So what we see oftentimes in the clinic here is we have individuals that come in, they can deadlift or squat 500, 600 pounds. That's great. But as soon as they go bend over to pick up their kid, they blow a disc in their back and they have a disc herniation. So it's like, what is the issue there? Is it that they're only prepared to lift heavy weights and they're not prepared to lift the minor stresses? Or is it that their body isn't connecting properly because it's only used to that big, noxious type of stimulus? Um, And I guess that can be like an argument for another day. But realistically, we know for sure that if we can fill in the blanks and like do the low weights and ramp up to the high and then come back down, much like a baseball player would do with their batting practice, it's going to be better or more beneficial than it would be detrimental. I mean, yeah, it's kind of an analogy used, like, I know I've been using the crossfitting a lot, crossfit analogy a lot because I do crossfit. But anyway, it's kind of like, you know, they always say when you're going through any sort of lifting, like, you should be able to do the movement with a PVC pipe and then with an empty barbell, and then you can add weight, right? You should have great technique with no weight, then the bar, and then add weight before you can start to stack weight on that bar and start to pull it. Have great body mechanics as you're going through those movements, and then add the weight on top of that. Yeah, it's it's just a time to remember that wherever you were three months ago or four months ago, that just give yourself some space to get back to that point. I think, you know, you said two to three weeks, you know, so reduce your, even too on like cardiovascular efforts. Like, so if we were looking even at intensity, you know, especially when like, you know, we're in like a small group, small class environment, like a CrossFit or a Orange Theory or something where you know, the class is there to help you push your intensity levels. That's part of why you go is because it's like, I get a really good workout and I just want to be laying on the floor in a puddle of sweat, making a beautiful sweat angel as I, my breath is just, (laughs) can't even find it. You know, so that's awesome. Um, And we all want that. But, but at the same time, I think you need to be very careful when you're getting back into it of not pushing that intensity too hard because it can set you back. Right. So I think this advice is just take it easy on yourself, push, but maybe don't kill yourself in those first couple of weeks. Give it a little space. Yeah, leave some yep. leave some room left in the tank. Because if you've got energy left in the tank, you've got energy to heal. Think of it that way. Yeah, 
and definitely the healing process is a huge point of that too. So making sure your nutrition is on point, making sure you're getting adequate sleep, which I know that for, you know, a lot of this quarantine, maybe a lot of us haven't been getting the best nutrition, right? Maybe a lot of us haven't been getting as much sleep. Our sleep schedule has been off a little bit as we're getting towards the, like going back to the gym, whatever form of the gym that might be really start to focus on that again, build yourself a schedule. I know a lot of us are being able to go back to work again, which is great, but yeah, start to build yourself that schedule again, get that good nutrition and get good sleep and everything like that. So your body actually has the ability to recover once you're actually in the gym again. Dude, that's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because sleep schedules, all crazy food all over the board. Yeah. Just drinking alcohol all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I just have like a perpetual growler of beer in my fridge. It's like, it's just like, it is like you've gotten, things have gotten into like a weird kind of place. So it's a great time to recenter on a foundational foundational habits because you know especially and especially if you're like coming out of this itching and ready to get back to some kind of a normalcy um this is a great time to do that yeah no 100%, 100%. it is yeah you definitely want to make sure that you're taking all the stuff into account. Take it slow. Release those muscles. Use that lacrosse ball. We hammer that a lot, but it's because it's important. We have a gazillion resources on the website and on the YouTube and on the Facebook. Really easy to go in there and just search for lacrosse. Type in lacrosse ball on the video tab on our Facebook. It'll bring up all the lacrosse ball posts. Go into our YouTube, type lacrosse ball. It'll bring up all lacrosse ball stuff. So that's a great place to start. And then if you have any issues that are continuing on, obviously then give us a call and come in and we can get you sorted and figured out. Yeah, totally. That's exactly right. We're pumped. I mean, I'm looking forward to be back in the gym. I'm looking forward to see all of our listeners back in the gym. Looking to throw down Mm -hmm. with you guys over at Industrious. There you go. Oh, yeah. If we can ever all get in a class together, which we probably can't because class size would be like 10 people. Yeah, it might be a little bit before that happens. Just half the class right there. Exactly. <laughs> half the class. Taking over. Head to toe Head to toe taking over. We'll do it. Awesome, guys. Great. Well, thank you. Great tips. Uh, great insight. Great ideas. Great recommendations and advice on how to set yourself up to succeed and get back to that level of fitness where you want to be at in the gym, kind of returning to a new normal and uh, establishing those healthy habits again. Until the next show, stay safe, stay healthy, kick butt in the gym, take care of yourself, and we'll see you on the next one. Get Bye, after guys. it. Thank you. Later.